Let's try that again. That was fun. Why isn't your mask on, Reese? My mask is on. It's just on it's your on, chin, though. It's under my chin. I'm telling you, it's... Like, we went to Walmart a couple of weeks ago, and there's the security guard in front. Uh-huh. Like, making sure people wear their mask on, but they just have them underneath their chin. And he's like, <laughs> all right, wave them here. Have a good day. <clears throat> I had that conversation with a student today. Mm-hmm. He was just sitting there with his mask on. And for the most part, I don't have to have a lot of conversations with them. Most of the kids just do it. But this one kid was just sitting there with, with it on his chin. I looked at him and I said, do you like having that on your chin? No. Then just take it off. Mm-hmm. Like What? I was like, if you're just going to put it on your chin, you might as well just take it off. I'm going to tell you to put it back on. So please put your mask back on. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? If you're literally just going to sit there with it on your chin, you just, might as well just be defined and go all the way. It's just being as compliant as little as possible. Yeah. Hey, Reese. Hey. Welcome back. Thank you. It is something to be here. We've missed you. Thank oh. you. Nope. I thought someone else was going to come and interrupt our, our pod. Never mind. False alarm. They're interrupting magic here. <laughs> Recording magic. Beautiful, sweet audio love. <laughs> 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 Being made in a public space. It's true. Yeah. When's the last time? Let's see. Probably back like before christmas time right mm, no it would have been in probably january and then you were replaced by so post christmas time aaron's on yeah but i guess post but very near christmas time very near christmas time mm-hmm. aaron yeah. did a great job did he good i'm but glad most of the time yeah no i'm just kidding aaron you did a wonderful job mm-hmm. good job aaron <laughs> we're proud of you for once finally <laughs> <laughs> i think there was i don't know probably the Second or third time that he and I sat down to record, we, uh, I realized, I'm pretty sure this is the third time we've just ended up talking about video games and mm-hmm. movies. So I guess that's just what we, what we are now yeah. is we talk about video games and movies. Well, I didn't tell him, you should have told him the secret. What we do is I say, Philip, be better and be funnier right before <laughs> we record every time. And it usually <laughs> works out perfectly. <laughs> I cry a little. Yeah. And then we just, and then, we, and then it just, and then it just happens. The magic just happens. So, you know, I do give you a hard time quite yeah. frequently, and I feel like I'm the only one in your life who does, who is pretty mean to you. That's not true. Do you feel like it's harmful to you? No. Because I, I make fun of you and say, well, that doesn't make me feel good. And I wonder, you know, sometimes, do I wear down on you? Sometimes. Do I really when, make you feel bad? No. Sometimes, like, when I say, hey, I'm going to go buy those Air Force Ones, and you say, you're stupid, then my feelings are hurt. But yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> well, I didn't say you're stupid, but. Why? <laughs> um, you're in high school, but you shouldn't wear shoes that high schoolers wear. You see, I. Low profile. I want to speak against that. got to be low profile. Not necessarily they, about the Air Force on, Ones. Are but, they on the field? You wearing them on the field? No, I would never wear. Like as a coach? No, I would never wear them on the field. Okay. They'd be then like, I would say no. It would be style shoes. No. Style shoes? Like, not style. Um, casual. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, I don't wear a lot of dress shoes anymore. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm really, really getting dressed up. Yeah. So, like, I wear a lot of Vans and the uh, SBs, the Nike SBs. Mm-hmm. I have, like, two, three pairs of those. So, you know, that stands for a skateboard. Yeah. Yeah. So, I come skateboarding into my classroom every <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they just made them Heelys. What's up, kids? Nike SB Heelys. <laughs> so don't style. tempt me. Yeah. Um, no, I don't feel like it is uh, harmful because, you know, 
I like you. Mm-hmm. I think you're cool, and you are my friend. Okay, you're welcome. Well, as if we're talking about Air Force Ones, I mean, feel free to do what you want. But if you do the Air Force Ones, I think you can't wear the flat build hats because I find with when I see your head, it's too pointy. It's too. It's uh, you see well, when I pointy, when I wear it needs to be wider. So I. Someone like Trey Graham has a wide head. So I he conducted a little experiment. Because there's always a gap yeah. right over your temple. Yeah. I just find it's... But that looks perfectly fine. Yeah. See, I conducted... I would l- date you. <laughs> wow. Do you want to go out with me? Maybe, but, you know, I think I'd rather finish the podcast first. Okay. I think before you on your before you say something, I think yeah. the dad hat is the, the new look. Think it's coming back in style. The and, dad hat. Uh huh. And I think you'll be perfectly suited for it. I can pull off a dad hat. I've re- I've discovered so in I've discovered in the last several last several months that I uh, pull off a uh, just a forward facing ball cap a lot better than I used to. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just because uh, I'm older and I'm a coach. I did conduct an experiment though, and you are half right. With a flat bill hat, it does not look great forward. I have a Mizzou one that I've worn enough that it's kind of like broken in. And so it doesn't look too bad. Mm-hmm. My new Cowboys one. Yeah. It doesn't look great forward facing. I'm sorry to hear that. It's okay. Backwards facing. It's actually fine. And I so, say that, and I do mean that it, that is an objective truth. Mm-hmm. Objective. truth. There is a stigma against having your ball cap backwards. I feel like, but I think half the time my hats are on backwards. I see no I reason why they, should, why they should. It's just be. easier field of view. Well, I know you know. Ten years ago, when we were wearing baggy jeans, yeah, and skating around in our heelys, we also wore our hats backwards. So there's a little bit of a. I would say pushback. Like there's a part of me whenever I put on a hat backwards, I feel like I'm. I sometimes shudder and reject myself because if you look back, basically from about 2006. Uh, that's about 2007. So, okay, just high school. It's a really. very important distinction. Yeah. Yeah. High school, basically high school. Mm-hmm. If you look back at pictures of me of high school, unless it's a picture at some formal event or I am at school, hat on backwards. I have the same. It's not even hat on backwards. It's the same one. Nice. And I still have it. It's my. It's a white Dallas Cowboys ball cap. Mm. I think I know the hat you're talking about. And I remember the Tolkies once gave me a new Cowboys hat, like for Christmas or my birthday or something, and I said thank you. And the next time I was at their house, I had on my old one. <laughs> they're like, "What? Do you not like the one we gave you?" No, I do. I, I really like it. I wore it to Walmart the other day. But this is like my this, this is my, my comfort, comfort hat. This yeah. is my comfort hat. If I'm in new situations. In I new situations, I need hat. this hat. That was me in college. I would always wear. I had a black Patagonia hat. I would always wear that. Yep. But then I bought another one, and then another one, and slowly expanded it because I, I realized I'm wearing this hat every single day. That was when I tried to grow my hair out longer, so I needed to wear a hat during the medium phase, which lasted quite a quite a bit. Dude, but then even after that, I would still wear a hat. Your hair used to be it's very long, pretty mighty. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things. Well, I think I can tell more with my beard, where it would just get really long, but I wouldn't notice. Yeah. At the time, but when you shave it, like wow, it's really long. <laughs> so and that's, that's why. A, I th- I was I think it was a a Marco Polo or just a picture or something. Like a few months ago, from like a year ago, I'd let my beard get really, really long. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting there staring at this, being like, "Holy crap!" Like <laughs> yeah. that thing was a that thing was a beast. And I remember yeah. I shaved it, and a bunch of students 
freaking out and me being like, what's the big deal? It's I don't not look that much. It's not that much. And then I look back at the pictures. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that thing was, I mean, a good, I don't know, mm-hmm. seven, eight inches down. Yeah. It was awesome. This last winter, I, I was looking at photos. I looked really fat. Just because it was super big. It was so big. Yeah. yeah. I felt I felt very large. There's a pic- there's yeah. that picture of you at Dre and Grace's holding all the this plate of burgers. Oh yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> your hair is everywhere and your big beard. And I was yeah. just like, man. The whole different <laughs> What a big guy. <laughs> yeah. That's a big boy right there. <laughs> <laughs> but in reality, no, no. Probably not. I've uh I've found my rhythm. So I'm gonna grow my beard out in the winter mm-hmm. and then come turkey season post turkey mortem i shave it down to a mustache and i just keep it short keep it until the next winter and then let it grow out again i think that's my cycle my natural cycle i had that uh that picture see if i can find it of you and aaron at wingstop yeah Mm -hmm. right here and we were supposed to recreate the photo when you got back but you Mm -hmm. know covid and all that stuff but because you With said Aaron's like passing. you were like I'm not gonna shave and when I get back <laughs> until I get back or something <laughs> like that. Obviously you did, but um, yeah, Aaron my looks the longer same. Then yeah, Aaron looks exactly the same. <laughs> Aaron looks the same. Which uh, Aaron's another one that didn't realize how long he had let his hair get until he actually cut it. I don't think I have any pictures mm-hmm. of that, but because he had his hair. Yeah, I remember. Like to the point where he was tying it back in a bun, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. I think everyone was. Yeah. Back then, everyone wanted to try it. I did it first, and everyone was like, well, I'm going to grow my hair out. I didn't, though. That's true. It's one of the few times I you didn't just allowed. do the exact opposite or the same or thing. Or the same you. thing, yeah. You pushed back. <laughs> I rejected. I reject that. Yeah. <laughs> so in uh, so in our hair podcast here, uh, we're going to – our new movie seg- segment. Uh, what, what do we call it? <laughs> um, movie news. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Put in an air horn, some laser effects. Bow, bow, bow. They are remastering The Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. What? Into 4K. No way. Uh-huh. Should be due by Christmas time. And it was all... I, am... I don't know about The Hobbit. doesn't really matter. Lord of the Rings, it was filmed on actual film. Yeah. So it's going to upscale to 4K, and it's going to be legitimate wow. 4K, which is awesome. What I'm hoping, though, is they up date the cgi i am speechless right now because yeah it's i was pretty amazed i had to take a couple hours to process the information (laughs) (laughs) just went and sat outside yeah i went and sat outside (laughs) in the rain that's awesome yeah hopefully the cgi gets updated i mean there's only when i went back and watched them not too long ago obviously obviously there's only a few of the cgi parts that are real bad that stick out. The ghosts are not great. Mm-mm. Like the the undead army. Yeah, <laughs> I know that. that. O- you know the they're not ghosts. The, the undead specters. army that only the king of Gondor. Make yes, command. yes. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, they serve no one else <laughs> except the king of Gondor. <laughs> except the king of Gondor. And yeah. the, the crazy thing was that uh-huh. they went there. Who Aragorn? Isn't wait Legolas, son of Arathorn? Yes. Okay. And then Gimli, son of Gloin. Son of Gloin. They all went. Because they're like, hey, we need some help. And the mm-hmm. guy, again, he said, none. I am no man. But the, no, 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 no. You're no, skipping ahead. Yeah, yeah. He said, none but the king of Gondor uh-huh. may command me. Yeah. And then Aragorn's like, I am no Yo, king. I am no man. Check out this little pocket knife. No, he doesn't say, I'm no king or a man. 
He says, my blade. It was not, it's been remade. Yeah. I kind of butchered that. that but lion, you know what I'm talking about, right? The lion was broken. The lion that blade was broken. It has been remade. Which I've, I, maybe a reforged sounds a little cooler to me. Well, they renamed it. It's true. Additionally, therefore, I would assume you could say it has been remade. Remade. Reforged. Reconstituted. I got another no, I one. Think, I, think re- <laughs> I think remade is better. No, this one's still good. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. But oh, those, yeah, this, the, those ghosts. Yeah. Um, you can tell a lot of the green screen stuff. Yeah. Hasn't really aged very well. Um, yeah. A lot of stuff in the two towers. Moria doesn't look very great. So if they could update the CGI, that would be cool. <laughs> I have this. Actually, that's probably a good point. So I have this distinct memory. <clears throat> I must I must have been in a third or fourth grade. I used to get the magazine Game Power. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever got Game Power. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a friend who would get it. And right. Go to his house. Right. Because you were you grew up in a Christian home, yeah. so you could you couldn't play games. No. <laughs> no Harry Potter either. No oh. books actually. No books. Nah. Yeah, books are heretical. Yeah, definitely so. Um, I remember getting this Nintendo Power issue, and it was when the Two Towers game for the GameCube was coming out, and they put in the magazine this side-by-side comparison of a scene from the movie when the Urukai are climbing the walls at Helm's Deep. Spoilers. The impenetrable fortress of yeah, Rohan. Yeah. They go there because they don't think they can go and fight them in the open field, which is probably a bad idea mm-hmm. anyway, but never uh, anyway. I mean, maybe if you had cavalry or something. If he had heavy cavalry, then sure. Like riders, maybe, of Rohan or something? I think it was the other day. You all helped me understand that better. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand why Gandalf and Aragorn were like, hey, why don't you just go get those 2,000 other men who are riding north and go meet them in the open field? And I was like, that sounds like a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it more. Well, heavy cavalry. I mean, we saw what happened in the next movie. But then have you seen Braveheart? Uh-huh. If they didn't have heavy cavalry. Have you seen The King? Yes. Yeah. No, not the front. Yeah, The King. Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Outlaw King. Yeah. Which that was, did they have cavalry? No. They just had mud. Yeah, they just had mud. That's well, no, the English had cavalry, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, the English did. In The King. You haven't seen The King? That's a good one. I need to watch that. They, uh, it's Henry the something. <coughs> they go to France. Right. Spoilers. Just they, read uh, the history book. They, the cavalry get uh, they get wrecked. I won't tell you which side. Um, I know because I'm a history teacher. Yeah. Um, which actually would be counterpoint to the strategy of having right. Um, the cavalry. I guess I could have looked then even at the uh, the Battle of the Bastards. Mm-hmm. No heavy cavalry. Yeah. Until the Knights of the Vale showed up, uh-huh. you know, to fight for Sansa. Yeah. Daughter of Ned Stark. Uh, Boromir. Right. Yes. Sean Bean. Okay. Scene Bean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Helm's Deep, Game yes. Power, side by side comparison. Exactly the same. To a second or third grader, we were all like, holy mm-hmm. crap, the graphics in this game are so good. And then now you look back at, well, no, maybe not. And well, maybe they were. Maybe the CGI was just really, really bad. That's what I'm thinking. I don't know if it was an age thing, but I think it was just with the times. Yeah. It was like, wow, this is really good. Yeah, because you probably didn't realize just how, how much, much of that yeah. was CGI. Until you started probably seeing more. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh. Yeah, like, ooh. But, good. I, that, but that's the thing is like, that's why Lord of the Rings was still so much better than The Hobbit because they didn't CGI literally everything. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so, even, 
I think one of the one of the scenes that is definitely very CGI and I don't even notice because I can't handle it Fangorn. emotionally. What? Fangorn looks pretty bad. Too. Fangorn looks bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the other one I'm thinking of is the Charge of the Rohirrim on the fields yeah. of Pelennor. Yeah. At the Watch Battle it. of Minas Tirith. Be careful. Fortress of. Be careful. No, it's amazing. Uh-huh. And as I'm saying, it's like I get okay. I get so wrapped up in the emotion of the moment that I don't even notice. But if you do just look at it, the like aerial shot of the entire army charging, it doesn't look great. Yeah. It looks okay. But I would love to see them make it better. But I don't know if you could ever be watching that and not be so riled up that you can't even tell. I there was, I, I don't think anyone could watch that objectively <laughs> and not say, wow, the CGI is bad. They'd be like too busy standing up, <laughs> sword in hand, <laughs> pillow in the other. <laughs> I remember... I mean, I don't even remember the details of it. I just remember my brother coming home from watching uh, the two towers, he got to go see it with a friend. Like, and I wasn't going to go see it till like the next day with my dad, but Ben and his friend saw it. They came home and I was so jazzed up about Lord of the Rings. I didn't even got to see it. We played Lord of the Rings all night, like ourselves, mm-hmm. like they made me be Gimli and I didn't want to be, cause I wanted to be Legolas. He's too slow. Yeah, right. Legolas was, but cheating. I just remember I was hopping around on couches and just swinging around at orcs that weren't there. And his friend mm-hmm. was Legolas and he had, his bow was literally a walk, my walking stick. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. not a bow. I have a bow over here. He's yeah. like, no, this will do I'm like, okay. Um, anyway. Oh, <laughs> point of the story. <laughs> the, back to the, what I was about to say, the, the music, from the fields of Pelennor mm-hmm. during the, the dark days of COVID and mass quarantine when you, I felt like all I could do was I was trying to be a good citizen and only go to the grocery store when I absolutely had to, mm-hmm. but I would get pretty stir crazy. So I would just do laps around like the neighborhoods and the area where I mm-hmm. live. And I remember one day I listened to the entire Lord of the Rings soundtrack and it got to that part. Mm-hmm. I should like stop. I should stop and just like, just take it in. So, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! No, that's when you start running faster. <laughs> <laughs> I start running faster with the four Frodo. That's moment. when you Naruto run. <laughs> Go crazy. Lord of the Rings is. It's there, man. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. It is just there. See, everyone's gone back to normal, but I am now in the full. I'm experiencing the quarantine. I wouldn't say isolation normal, stuff. But yeah, I mean practically. Mm. You guys yeah, had, yes. When you guys had it at the beginning, I wasn't. <laughs> right. Because there was no one there, and now I'm here. It's like I have to stay at home all day. Yeah. I have The last time I left the house, probably a week and a half ago. Yeah. It's a very long time. When I was driving here, I th- I forgot how to drive, kind of. Mm-hmm. I got in my car. It's um, kind of like, whoa. It's like, wow, I'm going really fast. I remember at the very beginning of it all, I left my house almost every day. Even if though it was only for a few minutes, like to take something to my, actually, I do remember my grandma, I was thankful for this, that my grandmother's like washing machine or, or no, her, yeah, her washing machine was broken. And so I was going over there periodically to like help take her laundry over to mom's and drop mm-hmm. it off. And then, but I at least had some reason to get in my car and drive. So I'd never just spend too many days in a row. Just, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, just sitting there. We would. But like, it's because we're good Americans. Yeah, that's right. We forgot. Like, we never had masks or any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we would go to get groceries, like, once every two weeks, and we'd go and be like, oh, crap, don't have a mask or any of that kind of stuff. So you just forget. You'd go into a place, 
like oh everyone's wearing masks oh <laughs> crap we need to wear masks so didn't I, it's a habit i had to get used to so far i've only forgotten it like once mm-hmm. in a place i went into art and it was actually a couple weeks ago i went into architect coffee and i just forgot mm-hmm. and i walked in there and i was just standing there in line and suddenly you could start feeling everyone's eyes mm-hmm. on you and then i look up everyone's looking at me i was like oh no put touch my face <sighs> <laughs> shrug and leave sneeze and leave <laughs> sneeze, sneeze and yeah. leave <laughs> my <laughs> so my mom has a chronic cough and again during some of the earlier days when people were just not that I mean we should still take it seriously but people were especially irrational in the early days when we just didn't know anything mm-hmm. about this and mom had a chronic cough and going to the store with her was a nightmare because mm-hmm. I could sense it coming and she would start to kind of like trying to hide her cough. I'm like, oh, please stop. Like mm-hmm. everyone's going to, everyone is going to think yeah. that we we're just here just shedding coronavirus mm-hmm. all over the place. Well, at least they'd maintain their distance from you. Yeah, that was nice. People would either do that or the, people would either do that or they would get really, really mad when I would try to maintain distance. I think Which I is t- like. That's the thing I've appreciated the most is you have to stay away from me, mm-hmm. which is something I would like normally. Yeah. And it's like now old white women are the menace to society because they're just like all up in my business all the time. Yeah. Like just right next to you grabbing something. It's like, are you are you serious right now? Yeah. Old woman, menace to society. I'm pretty sure I mentioned on here, maybe it was to Aaron. I don't know if it was to you, but did I tell you about at the at the meat section at Price Cutter mm-hmm. <laughs> like months ago? Yeah. It's fine. You can come stand next to me. I don't want to. Yeah. Even if there wasn't a pandemic, I yeah. don't want to come shoulder to shoulder with you yeah. while we look at the ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this one expires on the 12th, but this one expires what on you the got 13th. O- what you got over there? When's yours expire? Is that 1.12? Mm. Hmm. It's too much. I need yeah. one, at least 1.07. Yeah, I'm thinking, I think I want 1.05 pounds, but I think I could swing 1.06. Um, What were the, how were the grocery stores out there? Like, were they just as, like, bare and things being pillaged? Yeah, yeah. Um, Which, we didn't really have room to stock anything up because they're trailers mm-hmm. and there's limited freezer space. Right. So we'd show up, and I mean, there wasn't, Spaghetti and pasta, and well, I guess spaghetti is a pasta, but marinara sauce, all that kind of stuff was gone for months. Jeez. Because, I mean, it was rural Idaho. Yeah. At a Walmart. Yeah. Even, and they had people stocking stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. No one could get eggs or water. Yeah. At Winco, they were charging like six bucks for a dozen thing of eggs, which is insane. <clears throat> I remember the one time I got. I finally kind of started getting not really nervous, but ju- it just kind of hit me like, oh my gosh, like we might actually be <laughs> in for a rough ride here. Is I went to a price cutter and people were just loading up on stuff, and it was on a Sunday, and someone brought out a whole bunch of toilet paper, and I started calling so many different people in the area, like from church and friends, like, do you need toilet paper? Do you need toilet paper? <laughs> like, what do you need? I'm here. Like, I'll get it for you. I mean, it was it was crazy. I've still got, there's some things that I bulk bought during all that and I've still, still got. So I don't mm-hmm. know if that means, Hey, good job. You <laughs> save some money by bulk yeah. buying or if it's like, man, you dummy, everything yeah. is fine. We, uh, well, dad bought some like cured Spanish meat uh-huh. at the beginning. Cause that's all I could find. Yeah. Thinking somehow that would be necessary to eat <laughs> and it, it expired 
I think about four days ago. So <laughs> on the fifth day, we were like, we opened it like, okay, we need to eat this. It was sour. It was disgusting. Oh, was that's like, good so thing. gross. Good thing it was a necessity to eat this. We have to eat this. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and the crazy thing is there was probably there was probably ten or twelve pounds of meat, like ten to twelve pounds of venison oh, yeah. in the freezer. And they never ate it. And I mean there were just so many things. So it's that like it's not really that big of a issue if there's venison that you're not gonna eat, even though it's perfectly fine. Yeah. It's like you're not Yeah. There were so many things though that didn't make any sense that you couldn't find and people were freaking out about. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, toilet paper. There's no toilet paper. There's no toilet paper. What are we going to do? And I'm like, I mean, I know it sucks, but the paper towel aisle is completely full. Yeah. So are the tissues. I know that's not ideal, but everything's going to be fine. Well, you know, Kent Little and everyone with a bidet was probably oh, dude. crazy, crazy <laughs> happy. They didn't have to worry about a toilet well, paper you shortage. Well, I don't really well, uh, you know. I, I mean, I have a bidet. I don't really so. have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> so which uh, which bathroom was it? Which that? one has the bidet? Has the bidet. <laughs> <laughs> that was a highlight of that trip. That was pretty great, yeah. <laughs> now, using the bidet was the highlight or? Um, so, I think just uh, every... Um, I think just the multiple circumstances surrounding the fact that there was a bidet, mm-hmm. the usage of it, mm-hmm. the heated seat, and then the uh, the shameful but also unshameful curiosity from everyone else in the house. Like, wait, so which 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 one is it? Which one is it? Yeah. <laughs> Go My, upstairs. Uh, I was too afraid, so we'll have to judge, see how much TMI this is, <laughs> but to uh, avoid. I didn't have it sprayed directly on the donut hole. I had it on the rim of the donut and had it splash towards the donut hole. Oh, yeah. Because I was afraid for that direct spray into the donut hole. Yeah. And I found it worked quite well still. But I never got to that point because it had a little thing where you had to aim your height and distance, like trajectory. (laughs) It was like, did you ever play tanks? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like... (laughs) That's what it felt like. It was like, okay, <laughs> 20 degrees up. <laughs> We're going to move forward five paces. We're going to shoot. Missed. Okay, we'll try it again. <laughs> That's what it was. You had to dial it in until you got that sweet spot. I mean, oh, my gosh. I still think about that place just because I remember when we got there, I was like, wow, this place is very, very nice. And then you came stomping down the stairs, like, grab your stuff, get upstairs right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you can get up there and claim the master room. It's like, yeah. whoa, this is, I I want to know. A place like that, like you put that on LA's beach, mm-hmm. like how much something like that would probably be going. Holy crap. Yeah, probably 20 times as much. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was funny. Everyone was... uh marveling at the beauty and how nice everything was downstairs but i had one goal in mind i'm getting the best room and taking it which room it had a shower it was a fully glass shower that Mm -hmm. reflected out to the ocean so you were you know revealing yourself to the entire ocean and it was wonderful (laughs) that was probably my favorite my favorite part of that house it was awesome you just sat there and i mean the the whole glass 
the windows and then the the tv reducing down mm-hmm. and i just, i can still hear like <laughs> hear your i can still hear my your sister walk around me like no no <laughs> are you serious yes <laughs> yes we yes, are also we are. the pool is heated <laughs> that was a good time so good that was a that was a good time highlights this was uh this was Mexico last year. Yes. Probably should have led with no, that. No, no. You tell the whole story, and then you give context at the end. Ah. So they're confused the whole time. That's true. But then they can't be upset because once they get the context. I hope you're not upset. Yeah. Because Reese is back. I'm upset. There's nothing to be upset about. Mm-mm. All is right. All is right with the world. With the world. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Except that we're sitting on the opposite sides of the room. That's true. And it feels weird. Philip is a virus vector. He's just swimming in it. Yeah, I just, I, it just is what it is. Yeah. All these kids are around me, and I'm just like, it's a, only a matter of time. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. <laughs> I will say I am Down pretty good about avoiding it. I don't feel like a great teacher this year because I usually have a pet peeve about teachers who just sit at their desk and don't do anything and mm-hmm. then just sit back there and make the kids work. But this particular year, unless they need something, I am back at my desk. Mm-hmm. I'm usually still standing, and so I'm watching – but I don't, I'm not meandering out among them because I'm just like, I'm, yeah. The well, moment one person tests positive, like that, that clock starts ticking. And yeah. If I well, stay back at my desk, there's a good chance I'll never get quarantined. Well, now you know why those teachers do that because it's just easy. Just play on your phone, <laughs> do whatever. Play on your phone. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we could do that. We could just play on our phone. It was pretty rough in the spring as I w- was just being paid to. Check my email mm-hmm. once a day. Yeah. Well, we were paying you to check your email. Well, you don't pay property tax in yes, Missouri, I so I do. I on sure your, do. I did last year. Well, that doesn't go to me. It goes to Springfield Public. So you paid my brother. I paid someone. You paid my brother, and I want that back. Okay. I've got two dollars in my wallet right over there. You have to sanitize it with this hospital spray. <laughs> <laughs> Hand sanitizing hospital spray. I think this is so on the table that I am currently sitting at. There is a power tool, and it looks like a pesticide sprayer, but there is a tub of hospital sanitized gel something, mm-hmm. which I don't know if it's an aerosol or a gel. I don't know how that would work, but that's what I'm describing. I will spray you down with this pesticide thing, I think or it's, those $2, I rather. I think it's aerosol. We, we have a spray like that. We have our, our janitor walks around with a big Ghostbusters backpack. It just, mm-hmm. just guns the whole place yeah. down probably a good time to be a janitor. Well, actually, no, it's probably a bad time. It's probably a bad time. I probably have a lot to do. Your work is appreciated, though. Your work is very appreciated. I appreciate... Man, we have this... We got this new guy down our hall, and I appreciate him so much because I felt like in the past, love and care and, you know, a decent job were not being given to my room Mm -hmm. always as they should be yeah and this guy came in today and he at first he's like hey could you make sure that all the chairs get stacked up on top and i kind of took a little bit of an attitude because like yes i'll make sure that gets done sometimes it's just hard to remember to do that Mm -hmm. but then he said it's because i I, it's because i want to come in here i think i want to i want to scrub your room down really well today so i want to definitely make sure the chairs are up and i was like dude there's a drawer of course man there's a drawer over there it's got a butt ton of candy in it 
cough on as much of it as you want. Cough to. on it as much as you want because yeah. only the kids take it. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like, allowed to touch that drawer. Like no, they're all individually wrapped uh, bits of candy, but it's all good. I'm gonna add to that stash this year. You know how? With hand sanitizer wipes? No, I have told my students have made a bet with me. And we're not going to get into politics. I just wanted to share this one story that if I can predict the electoral map with a hundred percent accuracy, every one of them is going to bring in like a bag of fun size candy. Wow. I was like, let's go. So I got some work to do. Mm -hmm. I'm close. They're probably going to get you generic candy corn and all that. Oh, if yeah, it will be candy corn. If it's candy corn, I'm going to chuck that back in their face just because it'll go on sale right at the end of October. (sighs) Like, might as well buy it just because. Do you like candy corn? Um, In a very minute amount, yeah. There's something about the texture. It just It's so unique. I'm okay with the texture. That I can't help but like it. I'm okay with the texture. But if someone's like, hey, I got you some candy, and they gave you a bag of candy corn, no. If they just happen to be walking by with a bowl of candy corn and said, did you want some? Sure, I'll take one or two. You know, yeah, the only context you'll have candy corn is at your grandma's house, and it'll be in a bowl. Man. And w- every time you walk through the dining room, you just grab one or two. Man, that, re- that's exactly where it belongs. I hear that. I receive that. Yeah. That's what candy corn was made for. Like Buttersworth Original, it's only... Buttersworth <laughs> Original. It's only in an old person's purse when you're at <laughs> church. That's the only time you have it. My grandma kept Ninja Turtle fruit snacks. Hmm. Dynamic. Yeah, she wanted you to be healthy. Yeah. <laughs> My grandma also didn't approve of people eating in church. She thought mm-hmm. it was sinful and yeah. bad. But then she always had stockpiles of fruit snacks in her purse for us. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, Grandma, I sense a double standard. Yeah. Here. She said, I want you to go to hell, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Eat these Ninja Turtle snacks. There can only snacks. be one Doherty. <laughs> well, I mean... I don't think that's the way it's going to work so far, but how many, Oh, you're looking at your electoral map. No, I was checking. Are you saying what? Go ahead. I was saying that I don't think that I'm going to be in trouble, you know, in the afterlife for eating food, but the electoral map. Oh, I was having multiple interpretations. What you're about to say. My apologies. Yeah. Like one that your grandma wouldn't be going to heaven. Oh no. My Uh, grandma will go to heaven. Yeah. Sure. All that kind of stuff. I thought it was very brazen. <laughs> so how many pounds of candy are we talking? If you get this map correct. Um, I can't force everyone to participate, but it seems like a pretty widely accepted, like, yeah, we're going to do this. And so it's, it's going to be a fairly substantial mm-hmm. amount. A good haul. Now, again, that's not very likely that I'll be able mm-hmm. to pull this off. Yeah. Because this is probably the year that, that Trump will win. Ohio and Pennsylvania and that would normally mean an automatic win for Republicans but then Joe Biden will win Georgia mm-hmm. and then it won't matter yeah and I probably won't be able to predict that I, I think it's I think it's vastly it's so unpredictable just because yeah what's the turnout right now four million for I think it's four million people have already voted like the yeah, it's, pre- about, it's about whatever. three to four. It's about three to four million who already voted. Which, like, how many more times is that? Like, that's an unprecedented amount. That's a lot. Um, that's a lot of people. Uh, about three to four million people in total voted by mail last 
election. But I don't know if like by those, if those three or four million, not all of those are mail-in. Those mm. three to four million that have already voted are because some are mail-in, some are absentee. Some of them are states will just let you go in to the clerk, county clerk office and fill out a ballot. Mm-hmm. to vote early if you have if you meet certain requirements like yeah. hey i know i'm going to be overseas or i know i'm going to be out like elsewhere and so mm-hmm. just and the, so it's a lot of different but that is a lot especially when you consider appro- early, yeah it's not even approximately 130 ish million people voted last last yeah. time and that was a pretty low mm-hmm. voter turnout actually you mean not, no one was jazzed about the candidates? You know, surprisingly, no, yeah, they weird. weren't. It's it's very strange. I don't understand yeah. why. And surprisingly, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, Gary Johnson's <laughs> an enigmatic guy. You okay. know, <laughs> who doesn't want to vote for Gary Johnson? Okay, I got it. I got it. Everything uh, should be as legal as everything tomatoes. should be as legal as tomatoes. Do you remember in that video? He's like, I think we should have. I think we should have some sort of test before people should be allowed to drive. And everyone's like, boo, <laughs> boo, boo. <laughs> that was Gary Johnson. Yeah. You have one guy who's like, you should be able to use any drugs you want under the supervision of a doctor. Everything should be, be as legal, legal as, as tomatoes. tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably let make people get licensed to drive a car. No. no Kids at school think they understand my political viewpoints. I'm like, no, you don't. Mm-hmm. We haven't even talked you about the tomatoes. To my, you don't even know <laughs> how legal okay, so, tomatoes should be. So, story from today. I, I it made me proud just knowing that kids are getting excited about the election. But also, I it was just really funny. So every Friday, I've been going over the map with them. Like we have a quick like election lesson or topic, and I'll mm-hmm. have something to talk about. Like this last Friday, I talked about how Ohio is the is the grandioso bellwether state mm-hmm. only four times since 1864 has someone won Ohio and then not won the presidency. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you win Ohio, you're probably yeah. winning that this year might be the fifth spoiler alert. But anyway, so I've been showing them the map and right now not saying this is what I want to happen or anything, just pointing out the facts that right now in all the polls, Biden has a pretty commanding lead. Mm-hmm. And and he has a lead in a lot of the states he needs to. And so I'm showing the kids the maps, you know, hey, well, you know, this state's a toss up. This one's a toss up. But right now there's only like three states that I would say that don't have at least some kind of tilt. And that's Iowa, Georgia and Ohio mm-hmm. are the only ones that don't have at least some kind of tilt. And, but anyway, so I've been showing them basically just pointing out, you know, if Trump wants to win, he has to he has to win. Mm-hmm. He has to go out and win a whole bunch of states, and it's not a given. If he misses even just one, it's probably game over. Mm-hmm. And so I've basically just been harping this message that hey, this is going to be hard for him to win. It's not impossible, certainly, but it's it's going to be hard. And I was watching this kid on his screen today. They were supposed to be working on their project, but I let this slide. He was messing around on this interactive electoral map I had shown them on the computer. Mm-hmm. He's clicking around. He's changing states. Give them all to Joe Jorgensen. Well, and he's and he's doing a good job of like, okay, you know, he's not one of the kids like, well, what if California goes red? Stop, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's operate in reality. Mm-hmm. But he's clicking around, he's clicking around, and you can tell he wants Trump to win. Like, mm-hmm. I know that's what he wants. He's sitting there and he's just staring at the map, and it's like two seventy eight Biden to to uh, sixty eight or something, or like two fifty eight, I think to two fifty nine. To uh 
to Trump, and he just is sitting there going, because <sighs> he can't. He like because he's trying to look. He's he's doing what I asked them to. I sh- I was mm-hmm. like, if you want to make a prediction, here's some of the polls. Here's some of the histories. Here's mm-hmm. just some of these some data you can look at. And he's looking at the data and making assumptions based off that and he just couldn't figure out a way to make it yeah. where trump won and he was getting so irritated and finally he he switched ohio to, and pennsylvania to red and i was like yeah that's that mm-hmm. that's legit and then he was just sitting there couldn't figure it out and he flipped uh virginia to red and he looks over at me kind of gives me like yeah mm-hmm. and i was like hey buddy you should probably be working on your project but also uh no it's yeah. <laughs> so like that's that's not gonna happen. It's <laughs> like so you. There's a few things, but not yeah, that. I think we talked about this because didn't Virginia go all Democrat that like two years ago in uh, their state house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went pretty heavy Democrat in 2018, and it's gone pretty heavy Democrat in just presidential races for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, it's yeah. it's one that's not flipping. I think it's gonna be difficult to predict because I just think with a mass amount of people voting. Before it's usually certain demographics that are voting. Yeah, and I think now the you have people who you know you have no idea what they're gonna vote because they've never been like such a trend before. Right. Because it's not like I'm gonna make an assumption in Ohio. It's rural and white voters that you're usually mm-hmm. the bulk of your voter base. Yeah. But I mean, if you get in Ohio, if you got a 35 percent voter turnout. That's not going to be just white people. No. You know, so. It's not. And that's gonna probably going to mean that's not people voting for the Republican Party. Yeah. It's, it is strange. And what's the the weird part is going to be that just based on surveys, the vast majority of people who are voting by mail are conservatives. Mm-hmm. And the vast majority of people who are voting, or excuse me, uh, vast majority of people who are voting by mail are liberals. And the vast majority of people who are still saying, I'm going to go vote in person are conservatives, which means probably by midnight election night, it's going to look like Trump is winning. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's going to get interesting. Because at that point, does Trump go ahead and try to say, oh, nope, all the votes have been counted. Like, enough, I've won. I'm going to declare victory. Mm-hmm. And then just basically declare that the millions of uncounted mail-in ballots are all fraudulent and fake and mm-hmm. not real. And it's like, yeah. well, I could definitely imagine that. I mean, that's what they did in Florida. Yeah. With the overseas voting. Yeah. With the armed were armed troops. I remember I, I had a conversation about this with some students on like two Fridays ago. They were all asking, isn't mail-in voting just illegal and bad and like evil? And I was like, do you want Donald Trump to win? Yes. Okay. You need mail-in voting. <laughs> it's like the military votes by mail-in ballot, which they tend to vote more conservative. Mm-hmm. It was like literally all those, that block of red states up in the Northwest, mm-hmm. that's all mail-in voting because if you're Johnny no one in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming and your options are either don't vote or drive six hours to Cheyenne, <laughs> you're not voting. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to do it. But if you just have to drop it in a mailbox, sure. Yeah, that's 100% the easy way to go. And I have a great video about our armed troops that I'm going to play the audio. Please do over the, we support the troops here yeah. on the Phil and Reese podcast. And to show you how much I support the troops, we're going to watch this video. (laughs) (laughs) The armed forces is welfare for conservatives. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. That's what the video is called or that's what you're saying? No, no. So this is two soldiers 
they're deployed overseas right and they're trying to look as tough guy as they can the video is called two soldiers overseas have a message for liberals let's let's listen okay I'm sitting here wondering how I'm gonna bleep some of that out, but you might have to cut that all out. But I, love I might have yeah. to. I might have but, to cut that whole he, thing he's out. He's like, "Why don't you be a man, put your boots on, and come over here and miss your family?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Checkmate. Oh man. Yeah. I had. I don't know if it was my thought or if someone else said it, but I feel like if you took. Donald Trump's policies and put them on anyone else, I don't think there'd be as big of an issue as there is with him. Because um, if you think about stuff Obama did, mm-hmm. like putting people in, putting kids in cages started under his administration. Oh, yeah. Um, bombing Syrian children. Yeah. Started under his administration. It's like, I feel like. Or even like if you took everything Trump did and made Obama do it, well, actually that right. would work because they hated him anyways. Biden. I think the thing that gets most people isn't always the policies. It's like the person. It's the it's, personality. It's the person. Yeah. It's the personality. And But there is certain rhetoric that is just not cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure Ronald Reagan wanted to win desperately. Mm-hmm. I'm sure... George H. and George W. both wanted to desperately win. I'm sure John McCain wanted to win. I'm sure Mitt Romney wanted to win. None of those guys ever came close, though, to sitting there and trying to say, oh, well, because I'm not winning, that means the election is fake and it's rigged. Mm-hmm. And, like, casting doubt into our political system, which I maybe that just only especially bothers me because I'm a government teacher mm-hmm. and it's my job to basically... <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is some people try and sit there and say oh liberals are trying to indoctrinate kids in school and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at some of the lessons I'm supposed to teach I'm like I'm pretty sure I'm supposed to indoctrinate these kids on the ideals of republicanism and democracy mm-hmm. and things like that which I believe in too so I'm going to teach them as good things and so it makes it really really weird and awkward for me when I'm sitting there and I'm like, hey, guys, look at this great system that we've developed with representation and democracy, and it's amazing. And then the leader of that said democracy is saying, yeah, but I don't like that. Let's yeah. try and get as few as people to vote as possible, and let's not let everyone's vote count. It's yeah. like, uh, what? Maybe Ugh. it just seems a pronoun thought, but it's probably not that yeah. his base likes him for <clears throat> his personality and not necessarily his policy that's uh, and people on the other side don't like him because of his personality Mm -hmm. but not his policy as much like if you i think if biden like if you took the person biden he did everything that trump did as far as yeah political there it wouldn't be such a oh no life or death no no hysteria that it is yeah um it's not and i think i think it's just it's all the same again you know like People, America is divided. It's all terrible. Blah 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 blah. You know, yeah, things are kind of rough. Things seem really divided. Um, we could rewind back to uh, a conversation you and I had a couple years ago. Now, social media is probably to blame for a lot of that. It's mm-hmm. not that people are more divided now. It's that you have access to the thoughts and ideas of more people yeah. than you previously did. And 
that's what makes it seem so polarizing. Well, but, and a podcast too. You know, there's so many. There's so many influential ideas, podcasts like two, out there. But just a pair of white dudes sitting in a yeah. room talking about their feelings and what's going on. Yeah, in the we world. don't need any more of that. But you, you are right. If all things being equal, people wouldn't have been freaking out. It has more to do with his his personality. And honestly, Joel and I were talking about this the other day. The fact that. He's the first conservative in a long while to recognize that <laughs> uh, they're the closest ones to gaining the support of things like like white supremacist groups and mm-hmm. things like that. And he just doesn't really shy away from that. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to condemn them because he knows that they're going to come cast a ballot for him. Yeah. When other Republicans have said, I don't care. Mm-hmm. You're bad. And he just it's like, yeah. Yeah. Which that's why then other Republicans don't jump on his back about it because then like, they lose their voter because they're saying well he's well. he's getting votes yeah none of them just want to say that but that's legit mm-hmm. what it is yeah here we go into politics again well yeah, that's my fault Sorry. it's almost it's okay i think it's about time we're close to it's wrapping just, it yeah, up it's just about time let me let's we'll uh we'll counterpoint okay remember we uh i remember we got criticism once because we talk about things and we just uh we always agree on things and we don't challenge each other. Should we challenge each other? No, we shouldn't. <laughs> I think it's a stupid thing. Hey, okay. I think you should be genuine. Let me, uh, to kind of close out one last small conversation. I'm going to read you. I want to read you this list of my survival list. Okay. And can I wanna, you give us some context? Yeah, I will. And I, but, and I, pretext? One, but then you're going to, you're going to tell me where I'm wrong. Okay. So the other day I was having a conversation with Cody, I guess it was two nights ago and he has gotten really into this show alone. Where mm-hmm. basically they let these people try to go out into the yeah. Co- I know this, Philip. Okay, well maybe all of our <laughs> listeners don't. All right, and so you just asked me to provide context. <laughs> I understand now that you are arguing with me for the sake of what we just talked about, but I don't like it. Anyway, so alone, they're out in the Canadian wilderness and they have to just survive. Supposedly, tons of gear like clo- some different clothing, like actual good clothing, coats and pants and boots and socks are all covered like you can pick you can take some of those and it doesn't count towards your you get a list of 10 things you can bring extra and they even let you provide like get some food basically a bunch of stuff is already provided to you Mm -hmm. it's just tools so yeah Yeah, so here's what i said was on my list because they told they told me that my parameters were i just had to survive Mm -hmm. this isn't like oh i just got to go from point a to b and then i'm rescued it's just how long can i stay Mm -hmm. out there uh I'm not allowed to bring a gun. I am allowed to bring a bow and then quiver of arrows, which count as two items. So I picked bow and quiver of arrows. Okay. A pack, like a backpack. Mm-hmm. Sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Water filter. Serrated knife. Flint steel. I asked specifically for my 750 milliliter Snow Peak mug. Tent. Thermal pad. I would put the quiver of arrows. Is this list of importance? No, I just, it just, there's no oh, importance. Okay. You got to pick 10 items to bring with you. Okay. Not um, including things like I, it's already understood that I have on probably a good winter coat and jacket and thermals and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this isn't a list of importance. No. Um. So... I would take steel wool Ooh. over flint and steel. Ooh, yeah. It's more effective. It's lighter. It's not. It's a lot better. Um, you don't really need the water filter. 
if you have a mug. That is true. Good point. Good point. Um, so that's kind of unnecessary. I would. Okay, it's kind of weird, but you kind of want an archery target. Stay pr- to be able to practice. Yeah, because you've never shot a bow before. Um, and uh, if I ha- you, I have my uh, archery merit badge, but go on. If you haven't shot a bow before, <laughs> you're just you you're naturally gonna want to shoot a tree, and that's how you lose your broadhead. Yep, because it's just gonna go right in the tree. I could build so a snowman. You could build a snowman, and it would go right through it, and then hit a tree. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to. I would. So this is Alaska. They said Canadian wilderness, but Canadian wilderness. Yeah, let's, let's say Alaska because okay. we're Americans. I would take off the tent. Um, I would replace the tent with a tarp because mm. it's multi-purpose and it can yeah. do the same thing. I would replace the flint and steel with a steel wool. I would replace the water filter with. If I'm going to bring the bow, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring an archery target instead of that. Um, and I think I would, I don't know what the last replacement would be, but I think I would take a fishing pole before I took a quiver and a bow because fish are a more reliable resource. Currently in the show, a lot of the people said that and then they weren't able to catch a lot of fish. Yeah. I but mean, they're not you. Well, yeah. If you don't <laughs> come on. Come on <laughs> I don't like it. It was interesting. And I was, we were having a good time with it because they kept, they just kept telling me all these things that are actually provided to me. And I was like, dude, guys, this is, this is really yeah. easy. I'm just going to go out and I'm going to, I'm going to use up three of my items on books. I want to bring with mm, me. <laughs> yeah. And you're not going to die because it's a TV show. Right. And so they're going to pull you out before that. Yeah. I think a good tackle kit and a bow or not a bow, but a fishing pole, I would take that over quiver arrows. Yeah. Because especially up in Canada, that's a continually renewable yeah. resource and the energy you have to put into hunting and like knowing animal behavior. Good luck. Like I would bring he, Cody said one guy managed to kill a moose, which is like awesome. But if you don't have like four people to help you cut that whole thing up, quarter it and move the meat back to your cabin, that's just a waste of meat because yeah. you're not going to be able to bring it all. No. And all that energy. Yeah. And you can like easily make snares and kill rabbits and all that sort of stuff. Basically, I'm hearing that you practically agree with me, but with maybe just a few, a few mm-hmm. differences. I think you and I could last for a while out there. I have in the Canadian wilderness, <laughs> in, in, the, in the Idahoan. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see uh, this November. We'll see if it'd be worth if you could be a good hunter or not. <laughs> so, but yeah. Well, this was good. Yeah, good to be back. I enjoyed this very um, much. Good to see you. It's been a while. Apparently, it takes a a pandemic to get you to get you back home and on the yeah, podcast. That's all it takes. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's why we started it though. Mm-hmm. Phil and Reese podcast. Pandemic podcast. Pandemic podcast. Yeah. Tune in next week. Uh, title pending. <laughs> 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 pandemic Phil. <laughs> pandemic Phil. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for being on. Aaron, big shout out to you. Shout out. You won't be gone forever. The Your DNA is permanently woven now into this show, partially, whenever we feel like it. I miss we you, will, buddy. Uh, yeah. 
Have, we will see you all when we, we see, see you soon. all. All right, bye. Bye.